Today's episode is all about skill stacking to double your chances for massive business success. The Realtor 180 podcast, where valuable conversations and industry experts collide. Let's dive in and transform your business today. Today, Sean and I are going to talk about skill stacking to double your chances for massive business success. If you struggle with feeling like you need to be an expert at everything like marketing, sales, finance to succeed, you might be surprised because this episode is about learning a little more about the little skills that will lend itself to all other areas of the business. Yes, you heard right. All areas of the business. So if that sounds even slightly intriguing, then stay tuned. Dr. Kunkler, how are you today? I am fantastic. You're always fantastic. I am. It's a good day. (laughs) Boy, is it a good day. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Lots of good things. The world's just feeling really right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, a new political shift, which is amazing. Yes, I think so. And what's going on with your business? I hear there's some good little things popping over there as well. There are. I don't know if I can say, actually. I'm under an NDA that I signed a while ago, and I don't what? know how long that NDA last so i'll just be quiet about it <laughs> oh I, lo- I love the intrigue oh nda i know whenever there's an nda what i know so let's let's just jump and dive right into this yes. episode yes it's such an intriguing and interesting topic it skill is. stacking it is and i'm really excited about it because i just love this concept it's not new but i know so many people don't know about it i know i didn't know about it until about a year ago and um Skill stacking, you know, what is this thing called skill stacking? Yeah, what is it? How do you define it? Somebody who coined the term, and I forgot his name, I'm really sorry. But the general idea is that you pull together a set of skills Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to be excellent at each one, like I said in our intro. As long as you just pull together those set of skills and use your stack of skills to come ahead ahead of your competitors, ahead of others in your mm-hmm. business. So, for example, you know, just a general business, you know, put your sales, you know, skill, your finance skills and marketing and maybe even creative graphic design, putting all those together to have a slight edge over others. Sure. That's all it is. What I love about that, and especially with the the crux of this whole conversation, this this whole podcast or YouTube Uh, video that you're watching, the entrepreneur who's a solo or small and growing. And with that, the other term is you have to be a jack of all trades. So true. So within that, how do you, which we'll be discussing, but how do you isolate then the the new skills that you'll need? Because as the business grows, you create new problems. And as those new problems evolve, you need new skills to create new solutions. And and so you evolve while the business evolves, which I, that's probably the most exciting and intriguing thing about what we do. Yes, very true. I think I just love this whole idea of skill stacking. And I know earlier, as we decided what episode, we kind of had a kind of like, you know, is this something new, you know, or is this just somebody just kind of putting a name to it that everybody's kind of already doing? And that's what we were chatting about right before we hit record. But 
isn't this just life skills? Right. That's, I mean, sure, we could argue that. But I think, I think that the slight nuance here is that you don't have to be good at all of it. In fact, you can be mediocre at all of those things, but as long as you have those set of skills. And I think that's the misunderstanding with the skills is, like I said in our intro, you have to be excellent at skills, uh, at sales. You have to be like a whiz at finance. You have to be good at every single thing. You have to be like this brilliant award-winning author. You know what I mean? Like, And I think what this is saying is, no, actually, you just have to be able to do it base level. Agreed. And the way that I was able to actually understand this and internalize it personally is to separate it out a little bit. There's, and we joked about this, there's the Forrest Gump approach where you just kind of land on these things and you just happen to have the skill that fits at that moment. Or more of a future pacing way to look at it is, these are the things in the business that I'm awesome at. I'm really good at. These come naturally and easily to me and I enjoy doing them. And then these are the parts of the business that I just suck at. I'm not good. I'm not engaged with this and it's a real challenge. So then the question becomes, how do I gain the skills to be good enough to understand that or to move that piece of the business forward until and then the until is until I can hire somebody, somebody else to do it for me exactly. Yeah. But the good thing in acquiring the skill is you then know who to look for. Yeah, you have enough understanding yeah. about that topic. So when you're interviewing them, you can call BS when BS is being pitched. But you then know the direction you actually want to go with it. You know if they are the expert, and you can make. Right better decisions just a virtue of having a little bit more skill in that area that initially you weren't good at yes and i would love to get more into this like how do you arrive at this skill stack you can forest gump your way into it or it can be intentional and we'll leave that for discussion for you later but first let's talk about like our own journeys with skill stacking and i think that's kind of the best way to explain this concept sure do you have an idea of like your set of skills or I, i could start i mean yeah, jump in. So I think for me, my, like, here's how, and I don't know, I think I also force gump my way into stacking these skills together. And it is a mix of intentionally gaining new skills and also realizing I had these skills already and I actually just started using them. Sure. So in, when I first started with videography and I feel like I started late in the game because I was comparing myself to everybody else out there being a videographer and I mm. felt like everyone was way ahead of me like way you know like they already had their client base they were known in the industry you know like I was like how am I going to catch up like they're so well established um so I was like okay like how can I stand out like one was I was like well you know I have a certain set of skills I was like well you know one way to be known is to put yourself out there and I start speaking at conferences and for me, that skill is public speaking. Mm. And one is obviously it takes practice. I'm better now than I was before, but I had already had experience with public speaking or speaking in front of a crowd because of my consulting skills when, you know, when I was dis- consulting as a designer. Yeah. Right. So I already had those skills. So I just kind of started using them again. And so I became a little bit more known with videography. And then also, you know, what was I speaking about? Well, I was actually teaching and, you know, I was teaching, you know, how you you know make better videos for your social media, even if you just have a phone. Um, and so I ended up stacking the skill 
along with videography, the skills of public speaking mm -hmm. and also teaching. And so and I think brilliant. adding those things on to just being a videographer yeah. definitely made me more successful than I would have been had I not added those two skills into what I was doing. And what I love about that, and and I'll just preface this with, it's not new information. You have sh you've shared this before, but yeah. by default, you're an introvert. And yeah. I can't imagine as an introvert, because I do have those settings as well, though I, I'm slightly more on the side of being an extrovert. Uh -huh. But it's in incredibly challenging to get on a stage and give a talk. Yeah. And so what I love about that story is that's a, an incredible amount of fear, but you knew to get to that point, you had, had to, to develop public speaking. You had to develop that muscle yes. so then you can do that thing that you're actually a little bit afraid of to overarching build the, the business, which right. I, I think that needs to just be acknowledged is that sometimes the, these skills are not easy because the, the thing in the way is sometimes it's us. It's true. But l let me, I, I don't want to give myself all the credit to being super courageous and brave. Um, but the reason why I was m comfortable with public speaking this time around in this career mm. is because I had to do it for my job that was my paycheck as a designer. I would have rather not have gone in front of the clients and talked about my design, present my design, but that's just kind of a core skill you need to have as yeah. a designer. And so I just kind of learned and kind of got over it because I had to in order to keep my job. Sure. And so I kind of learned that muscle, like just kind of just get over it. And so because I was comfortable with public speaking, I'm not saying I was great at it, um, I was able to pull on that skill sure. that I had to acquire. Um, so that's one way I kind of forced got my way into that public speaking thing. Sure. And I would say a, um, a benefit from doing that was then it parlayed into other things. You're sitting here now on, on camera yeah. and there has to be a level of comfort. Otherwise you'll just freeze and nothing comes out of your mouth. <laughs> right. Right. It's true. And like, yeah. And a lot, and can you say confidence is a skill? I don't know. It absolutely is okay. a skill that, that you need to, it's a muscle, I think. And yeah. that it's, it's like much ever, like anything else you have to go and proactively work on developing that. Yeah. So I think like you too, I mean, I think that's, if that is a skill that is one of the stacks for you is, is confidence. Because, you know, you're confident in your knowledge, you're confident in your experience that you can speak about it on a podcast, for example. Oh, gosh. And I know you've taught as well. And so I think this is kind of a good segue for you to talk about your experience of your own skill stacking. And I will also say that the way we're perceived outward is always, always very different than the conversations we're having in, in our, our heads. Head. So true. Hundred so percent, because yeah. there are so many times. I remember as a martial artist, I was competing, and I remember going to tournaments to matches, uh -huh. and like going into the ring, and my knees were literally shaking, and I'm like, God, I hope no one looks down <laughs> and sees this <laughs> because I'm just so nervous. But you, you have to give off this air of that you're not, and yeah. and so and and that too is, it's a skill and it's an attribute. So. With me as a realtor, the first thing, there was actually a handful of things that I had to overcome. And one of them was, how do I give my clients the confidence that I can actually do a good job representing them? Yeah. 
So that was a puzzle piece I wanted to overcome. And then with that, the the bigger problem, and this is with 99% of all businesses, is if you don't know me, you're not doing business with me. So if you've never heard of my name, I'm not going to get that phone call. So So, true. So where I started personally was, listen, I am a terrible, my writing skills are garbage. They're so bad. But I decided early on in my real estate career that I wanted to write a book, which is the insider's guide to home buying. And I'm sorry for the shameless plug. It's on Amazon guys, but it fits into this, (laughs) this context, but I'm not a great writer, but I sat down, I worked on the skill. I took writing classes. I tried to understand that thing and put it together. And then I hired some just amazing people to help me improve that. But then within that, I had to understand how do you promote a book? How do you advertise it? How do you do a book launch? And how do you do all of these things, these new skills, which later parlayed into, well, how do we launch a podcast? And how do we do this? And, And those skills in business it's kind of like skills are like bricks. And exactly, if you keep yes. stacking them up, eventually you have a beautiful wall and then eventually you have an awesome building. And the the beauty is each of those bricks relies on the brick that's below them and around them. And as those skills continue to grow, they grow into something much bigger. And I would say when it comes to education and if it's a classroom or online or however right. it is, just stay hungry. Yes, I, with I, learning. I like, have to agree with that. Yes, I think you can't just be like, okay, I know enough. I'm going to stop learning. I think that's one of the things I really believe in. To succeed, you just have to constantly be a learner, learn new things all the time, and proactively. Proactively. And so this is basically the piece that leans directly into the subject subject line or the title of this right. episode. But to be a proactive, be proactive with your education. One of the amazing things I learned years and years ago is grab a book and read 10 pages a day. Yeah. Five when you wake up, five before you go to bed. It's 10 pages. But eventually, like over years, it's tons of books that you are railing through and you're gaining all of this newfound knowledge. Yeah, and, and I have to say, you are an avid reader. I mean, I've seen all the books stacked on your bookshelf. And I think just by reading a book and completing it, that is, well, not a fiction, but we're talking about like... <laughs> <laughs> not comic books. <laughs> not comic books. Well, though that could help. I don't know. In some way. But um, yeah, I think it just helps add extra skills. And yeah. if I were to break down your skill stack, if I could analyze you, I think you are really successful as a realtor. And I think you're very humble, but I feel like you are, you're, you're above the rest. I mean, I think you you are a phenomenal realtor, salesperson. I think you instantly became successful, like really fast. Um, and that is because of this skill stack that you have. So if I may say, from what I've observed is, yes, you are a realtor, you know, you know, the general, like the paperwork and, you know, all that stuff that realtors have to know, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, disclosures and all that stuff. But not only do you know that, you are also a really good you know, salesperson. And I know we said earlier, you don't have to be good, but that this just happened to be something you excel at is the sales. But not only that, your skill stack is psychology. You're not a psychologist. You don't have a degree in it, but you understand it and you understand that it plays into sales and, you know, dealing with people. And then if I may also say, 
I think you have, I think discipline is a skill and you have discipline. And I think that's from like your years of martial arts. You just kind of know how to just kind of have a really good worth ethic and, and dial in and just do what you need to do and just do it till it's done. So I think your core skill stack right there has helped you become successful really fast. And yeah, I think it's just really important. And I do see there, there are those in my field who could be more successful if they added on a few more skills. That's how I feel. So thank you. <laughs> so incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even know where we're, how to respond to that, but thank you. That's It's an honor to hear and I appreciate it. I don't actually think I have phenomenal discipline. And it's funny when I was practicing martial arts, people would always say, oh, you must have great discipline. I don't actually think I do. I just never, I never had to force myself to go. I just wanted to. That's not discipline. That's just enjoying truly what you, what you do. And when it comes to sales, I think sales is the bottom line. It's communication. But would you, I would argue communication is a skill. Communication is a skill and it's a perishable skill. And it's a skill that I've, I, I have spent years learning and understanding, but I will also caveat that with, I don't have to push myself to do it because I enjoy doing it. And, and that's not to say that I don't do things that I don't enjoy, but this is one of those things that I just, it's fascinating. Humans are fascinating to me. So I, if, if it's like anything to do with psychology or human development or performance, I love the topic. There's things that I've learned that I can cheat the system a little bit, meaning that Sure, reading a book takes a lot of time and it's challenging. So one of the little tricks that I do is when I'm in my car, I use that to my benefit. I either am making calls to talk Mm -hmm. to my clients, which is a proactive thing to do, or I'm listening to an audiobook or I'm listening right. to a, a talk or TED talks. I love, yeah. but the other trick is I listen to everything at two X so I can consume <laughs> twice as much. I know sometimes it feels like two X is really slow now. Like I wish there was like two and a half X. I, yeah, there's like, <laughs> I wish it was a scale. Depends on the speaker. And that's proactive. Yeah. And I don't know. So the discipline thing is always that's that's always like given me some sort of like. And I agree. Like sometimes maybe it's not discipline, and maybe this is another. And we can talk about the process or how you skill stack. But I think for you, you were smart enough to add together the skills that you enjoyed. You know, like and that made it even easier for you. And it it does work to your benefit if it's something that you already enjoy. Right. Um, so, for example, if somebody, you know, was a realtor and then you know they they didn't enjoy communicating, it, it'll, it'll be a little bit tougher for them to add that skill. Right. To the, I mean, everyone has to communicate. Sure. It's kind of like a course, but bad example. But you know what I'm saying is like, yeah. uh, you know, even better if you add something you actually enjoy. So you don't have to make yourself do it. I completely agree. And then when your business is in a good enough position, then you hire somebody to do the things that you don't actually just wake up and love right, to do right it, in the beginning you none of us have that luxury and, right, and, right. and it's just kind of you have to hammer everything out and do it um so for you how do you figure out what direction you want to go and then how yeah. do you figure out like the keystone skill within that that is going to feed 
all those other areas of your business. I kind of knew one thing was that I wasn't standing out, right? I think you have to kind of know what the problem is in your business and what you're trying to do. I was trying to stand out. That's a great point. First, know the goal. Like, don't just skill stack to skill stack. I took underwater basket weaving. Well, actually, I was was on the verge of stacking on another skill. And I was like, wait a second. I don't really think that's going to do anything for me. Yeah. And that was music production because I was like, oh my gosh, garage band. Like, this is cool. I can put some cool beats together. And I started taking, like, I, I watched a 30 minute lesson on YouTube. I was like, what am I going to do with a skill? I mean, it's cool, but I'm not like trying to be a DJ. I don't know how I can fold this into my business. So I was like, yeah. stop that. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe like later down the line, who knows? Um, but that is my point is don't just skill stack to skill stack unless you're going to use it to move your business forward. Sure. I mean, if it's a business decision, it's to drive revenue ultimately. Right. But if it's a hobby, great. Have at it. Yeah, Do exactly. it as much yes. as you want. Yeah, like learn to be a DJ. That's cool, whatever. <laughs> to answer your question though, my goal was to stand out, obviously, so I could sell my, you know, like have a business, like yeah. sell my services, you know, whatnot. And so I was like, well, what's going to do that? And I decided to go big because I was like, no one really knows about me. Um, so I'm just going to like, one is share my skills, you know, mm. and teach other people because who's going to say no to that, right? So, of course, yeah. every, you know, so I applied to small conferences and they're like, yeah, we'd love for you to teach that. And so I was like, great, I'm going to teach everybody, who, you know, who has an eye, whoever has a phone, I'll teach you how to make your videos. And it's like, okay, awesome. So then, you know, I was like, well, I need to public speak to do that. And I was like, that's cool. I'm, I'm comfortable with that because I've done it before. Mm. And then the teaching thing was intentional. I was like, I am going to teach it. I'm not going to like show off my work. There's different ways you, know, you can do it. It's t- different things you could speak about at a conference, right? You can, sure. and I was like, I'm going to teach it. Um, because that's the only way people will let me speak <laughs> if I'm like providing some kind of value. So it was very intentional, the teaching part. So that's that was me. That was my skill stack, if you will. Interesting. What skill are you pursuing right now? And clearly it's not GarageBand. I would love that <laughs> GarageBand. So fun. It is not GarageBand. And I think um, for me to have an online business, I, I didn't have the skill of selling online. Yeah. It's completely different. Um, and selling a, a course online, I was like, I don't know how to, I had to learn all these skills of, you know, sales, like marketing and like copywriting It's just, oh, one is copywriting, you know, I had to kind of pick that up to write my emails and I had to learn that. Luckily, a skill that I already had is graphic design or design. So, you know, I did my own website. And so that was an easy one to fold in, mm-hmm. right? I did my own site and, um, Sales. I think sales and marketing, to answer your question, are the two things I was absolutely lacking in as it applied to online. So I had to sure. I had to have those in order to be successful. Interesting. Yeah, and for any business, it's unless you're driving revenue to the bottom line or into the business, you don't have a business. It's just a really cumbersome hobby. Right. And so my, I'm a firm, firm believer that sales skills sales and persuasion 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 but i also know that word has a negative connotation yeah like so it's it's communication but sales and communication is yeah. is really truly genuinely any and every business should learn in yes. at every level of the business yeah 
because the way in which you communicate is so important. I totally agree. And I feel like for people in my field, and I'll, I'll lump myself with creators, mm-hmm. we are phenomenal creators. You know, you've got award-winning, you know, you know, cinematographers and photographers and, but, you know, their businesses or they don't have a business. They just like, it, it could be better, I guess. Let me just put it that way. If they could just sell themselves, their services. Yeah. But I know someone who's a fantastic landscape photographer. His work, his work is, I swear, like phenomenal, but he doesn't know how to sell his skills or his services. He doesn't know how to market. Mm. So he has limited business. And I wish he would learn how to like, oh, come on. You're like, you're amazing. Like more people need to learn about you. Yeah. Put yourself out, you know? Anyway, so like, I think that's one of the things creators, if you were, if you're listening, if you're trying to figure out what to skill stack, let me suggest sales and marketing because I know that's what I needed. And funny enough, we have an episode. I don't remember the episode number, but it's the art of the follow-up which that applies specifically to sales. It actually relates to any type of interaction that you have to go back right. and follow up with somebody. Right. If you have a moment, definitely go back and, and check that one out. And you're right. There's so many amazing artists out there that sadly will never be heard of because the marketing skills are lacking and or they don't have the, the resources right to throw money at that piece. And, and social media has obviously made that piece so, so much incredibly easier. free yeah. that we should all be leveraging that on a much higher level. Um, and with realtors that I am part of um, a few different groups, the, the, the base skills is, I mean, if you're a realtor, it's, it's kind of like sales is, right, is right. at the crux of it. But then the next level is marketing. Yes. And, and figuring out who your audience is and, and how you want to communicate to them and what is the actual vehicle that you're going to use. So it's incredibly important to le- learn those pieces yeah. because it's one important for you to know them and learn them and understand them to leverage them for your business. But yeah. then B it's important because when you hire somebody, you want to make sure you hire the right surgeon for the right for the, task. Yeah. Like right. you want to make sure they're the rock star for that category. Right. A big mistake that we all make is we don't have the revenue. So we hire somebody who's kind of good enough or we yeah. hire a family member and then we kind of get good enough results and it, it doesn't push us in the right direction. Yeah. So that would be my, my kind of two cents on that piece. If we were to give it advice on how to skill stack, you already kind of came up with one. If, if you don't have the skill, don't have time learning skill, you can hire somebody that can add on that you know skill for you, um, but I think you said earlier that you should at least learn a little bit about it so that you know who you're hiring and whether they're competent or good at what it is that you're hiring them for, and um, so that's definitely one way to skill stack. But if you don't have the money or the revenue yet to hire somebody to do your marketing or your sales for you, how what are the different ways you can add on the skills? I know for me. One was I just took online classes and I think that's kind of the beauty of the times is that you have so many experts online right now teaching those skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I took copywriting um, and I, I definitely like I took Amy Porterfield's, you know, class on how to put together a course, you mm-hmm. know, it's like how to be an instructor, essentially. Um, 
I think one big easy way, learn online. Sure. And I would say the beauty and curse simultaneously is the accessibility of information. So I would say, in my opinion, the first and foremost thing to do is really, really, really hone down to the one specific thing or a specific area of your business that you're challenged and not to become a generalist in another general category because that's just going to ultimately waste time. And one of the questions that I ask myself, and I know it sounds silly, but Will doing this improve my life tenfold or improve my client's life tenfold? And if it's no in both categories, I'm out. Yeah. Like there's no way that I'm going to pursue it. So like garage band, like it's like garage band or like if you just type in like, how do you market? It's, it's too generic of a question. So you're going to get very big and broad answers and and marketing for United airlines is extremely different than the mom and pop shop. Absolutely. Like down the street. It's there. So you really want to niche down. Like how do you market on social media? It's not specific enough. How do you market, market on, on LinkedIn YouTube or Instagram? Right. Correct. Exactly. And then niche it down. How do you market on, yeah. on Instagram as a realtor right. in this marketplace? And then find the expert, the person who's yes. performing at that higher level and go in and learn from them. Yep. But I would say with that is, is really niche down to what first have the honest conversation. And this is so incredibly hard to do, but it's kind of, it's easy to look at a business and figure out where we're good because that part of the business is naturally moving forward. It's right, growing, right. it's evolving, it's changing, and we enjoy doing it. So we spend more time doing it. The hard part is, is having the hard conversation with ourselves and just say, hey, let's be honest, but where am I lacking? Where am I not strong? And what do I keep putting off to another day? Yeah. Because I just don't love doing it. And then figuring out again within that what's the skill that's going to help overcome that piece right and then go and acquire that skill yes I think that's it. one of them and I feel like it always comes down to self-awareness but just be self-aware about yeah. you know what are what are the skills that you need or what, what are you lacking but also where are you like I like for me I pinpointed where what was my goal like you know so I didn't just kind of blindly skill stack sure like what is the goal and what skills are you missing in order to achieve that goal? Mm-hmm. Um, but also as we end this, I do want to, you know, bring back the idea that you don't have to be the best at each of these skills. What is oh. going to propel you forward is not being the best photographer, the best, whatever marketer it's combining all of these together that will propel you ahead of others Agreed. There you go. Agreed. Because if you have all these little categories that you're good in, that creates something great. Exactly. And so on that note, please take a minute and subscribe, like, and share this with somebody who you feel would benefit from the chat. Yes. Again, thank you for your support. Until next time. Bye, Cielo. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Realtor 180, where industry experts elevate your business. Be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. Until next time, keep thriving.